Dad, Mom's making a disc golf course. Good evening, everybody. My name is Baron Old Coyote. My ancestral name is Tamalto. I'm uh, one of the cultural arts teachers here at CKA. The song that we're going to share this evening is um, the Floor Blessing song. And uh, I'm joined by my cousin Larry and um, Angelina. She's one of the, she's a staff member here as well. You know, it goes, it goes good for this event, the grand opening. Thank you to Jenny. Thank you to her family. Thank you to everyone who had a helping hand in, in making this a reality. You know, it's, it's really exciting, exciting, not only for us, the staff, the students, but for the community, you know, all of the disc golfers out there. You know, I've been really taking a liking to it, so thank you guys.
You are listening to the Intentional Disc Golfer Podcast, a very special live recorded out here at the opening of Chief Kitsap Academy's new disc golf course brought to you by the Paul Macbeth Foundation, designed by Paul Wright, the six-time amateur world champion. Me and Jenny, we are the Intentional Disc Golfers, along with our kids who are out there playing the course and our distinguished guests are out here as well. Uh, I'm hoping to catch Paul before he takes out Fadi here and maybe have him say a little blurb. Um, this has been an amazing experience building this course and being a part of uh, every part of it. It's been awesome to see how this comes together. Uh, and it actually came together really quickly. Very, very honored to be a part of this project. Thank you guys all for coming to the opening of the Chief Kids Up Academy Disc Golf Course. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you to the Paul Macbeth Foundation for donating all the baskets, the designs, the tee pads, the discs, and all of the hard work. Thank you to Paul Wright for designing our course and all of the hard work. And for Monty as well for all of his time donated. And Brandon for all of your time donated. Thank you to Junior for maintaining the grounds. It is lovely today. And thank you to what? And thank you to Greg for all of your hard work. Thank you to the Suquamish Tribal Council for making this possible. Thank you to everyone. And Miss Irene, would you like to declare us as open? Welcome everyone. Thank you, Irene Carper, uh, Suquamish Tribal Secretary, and please consider this course open. Who would like to be on the first card out? Jenny Awesome wants to throw the first one. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Jenny Awesome on the T-pad. Quiet in the gallery, please. Quiet in the gallery. There it is. That's a good one. So we are out here live recording the Intentional Disc Golfer podcast out here at Chief Kitsap Academy. Go Bears. With the one and only vice principal and intentional disc golfer. Her name is Jenny. Say hi, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. And I am one of your hosts, your other host, Brandon. If you appreciate what you're listening to here, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, and Become an intentional disc golfer yourself. Jenny? Yeah. Today is a special day for you. You've worked very hard for this. This kind has of. been a dream for several years now. What has this experience like been for you? Well, it wasn't my dream to do this. Uh, so when I was hired, they said they wanted a disc golf course. And I said, well, I play disc golf. So I can't remember how it happened, but I got in touch with the West Sound Disc Golf Association, got me in touch with Paul Wright, the six-time world amateur champion and also my neighbor, and uh, got in touch with the Paul Macbeth Foundation, and here we are, you know. Um, it happened really quickly, like started in January, had them come out and look at the course and uh, the property and figure out where we want to put the course and uh, whether it was worthwhile. And then uh, April came along and Paul was able to come out here, design the course. We got the baskets and discs all within the past two months and just finished the pads this past weekend. 
or past Friday, last week, before it rained. The pads are all done, and now we're looking forward to hopefully an 18-hole. Yep. And that uh, those chains you hear in the background is actually the first card coming off of the first course, uh, first round since the course has been officially opened. Yep. Um, earlier you, hear, you heard a great uh, blessing by the Suquamish Tribal Song and Dance Team. So that It's actually the schools. The schools? Schools Song and Dance, but with Baron's cousin. So... It was, who's it was who's the, Baron's cousin? It was all the, I think you say his name was Larry. No, I didn't, but who's Baron? Oh, Baron's our uh, cultural arts and uh, carving teacher. Baron Old Coyote. And then Angelina Sosa is one of our ed specs. And then uh, Baron's cousin Larry. Baron's cousin Larry. How's it going out there? Awesome. Glad you're enjoying it. <laughs> going to be nicknamed the awesome course the awesome course <laughs> <laughs> so what can you say you've learned from this or, or what what gave you this idea of of putting in the disc golf course aside from them saying we wanted one i mean what was your plan for this course when you put it in that there would be one like so one of the best parts was when paul first got um the course laid out and I was working with a kiddo who's got some extra squirmy, needed to go blow off some steam. I'm like, hey, you want to go throw? And he's like, what? So I grabbed some discs off my wall and went out there and, you know, made it through hole one, lost a disc. Uh, first throw out there. Stayed out there for two weeks, but I got it back. Um, and so being able to have the kids out here um, playing every day and um, there's some kids that have been going through some rough stuff and they've found uh, um, enjoyment with playing uh, disc golf. And then actually today, so today I got to hand out the discs, all the donated discs to uh, students today. And they're like, wait, these are ours. We get to keep them. And then they came back and they're like, I lost mine. I was like, sorry, no disc left behind. So they're like, I need a stick. (laughs) (laughs) So I pull my disc grabber. Somebody should have donated sticks. Oh yeah. We got sticks. I have my disc grabber. Um, (laughs) But having them so excited to go out and play, and then at the end of the school, the Jeff, who's our um, language arts history teacher, extraordinary El Jeff. Uh, El Jefe? I think he goes by El Jeff. El Senior Jeff. Jeff. Senior Jeff. And uh, from third building comes running down with his three discs. He's like, come on, guys, we're going to go play. Come on, guys. <laughs> and so uh, they're like, come on, you have to throw the first one. So we all went out and... I only played hole one with them because I was busy setting this up. But, you know, it's going to add a lot that we, there's a lot of times where the kids haven't had anything to do in class because it's end of the year. And they get to go out and play disc golf. They don't know what to do during lunch. Instead of hanging outside, they just play right here in the bowl, the five that we can see. And Is that what you guys call it now is the bowl? I call it the bowl. The bowl? I'm like, you can play the bowl. That's cool. Yeah. So how many discs would you say uh, have been donated to this project? If you had to guess, there's a lot. I know there was uh, the Paul Macbeth Foundation uh, said they'd do 250. And our collection, what? You think we pulled out 100 discs? Oh, easily 100. So there's 350. And then I got roughly 100 more from Matt and Nicole at 360. Yeah, shout out for uh, 360 Disc Golf for supporting us. Uh, not only the podcast, but also <laughs> the Chief Kitsap Academy 
um, opening the disc golf course. Yeah. So 360 is the best pro shop you could ask for. Uh, biggest in the Pacific Northwest. Okay, so if you had to do this all over again, what what would you? You mean what am what, I going? What, what am I going to do when we put in the eighteen hole disc golf course? What are you going to do when course? you put in the eighteen hole course? Um, oh, cats out of the bag. Oh boy. Yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> well, the eighteen hole is going to be differently. Uh, differently, the eighteen hole is going to be different. This one's mostly out in the open in the field where you just want to huck things. Um, the next one, if we do put it in, is going to be off in the woods. So it's going to be a very wooded course. Oh, that's a deep circle one putt. Love that. They're coming off the course, Jenny. So if you had to do it all over again, what would you do differently? What did, what did you learn? What are you going to do? What what I want to well, we're one? not even done yet. With like this. We, we're not done with this cuz we still need to do the um the T-pad signs and we're talking about doing a um story or something in Lachutseed, which is the traditional Salish Salish language. It's awesome. You're going to ask them questions? Yeah, let's, let's take they need a, to quick, go get food. a quick break here. You guys want to say a little blurb on the podcast? All right. I'll, yep. Go ahead and put it up nice and close. Like this? Yeah. How's that? that I can hear you loud and clear. All right. Eduardo right. Mudo, PDJ 219-314. Uh, it's a pretty nice course. Uh, I think I shot a course record two down for <laughs> this round. Um <laughs> Thanks to all the sponsors. It's it's a little challenging because of the uh, all the seeds that get stuck to your socks. So it's like Shelton. Tall yeah, I was going to say it's like Shelton. Tall boots are a must. Yeah. But some good technical holes. Not a lot of forehand lines, but you don't need those too many. But uh, watch out for the highway on, what's that, hole five? Four. Four? Four. Through the trees. Yeah, and... Um Paul says that he's very, he was very deliberate. You can't actually hit the highway. Mm. So I had, a, I, had a a kid, I had a kid try that, today. Okay. Uh-huh. He's well, like, the, the theory is, is that it, once you're good enough to hit the highway, you'll be good enough to not hit the highway. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I think we should uh, wombo combo uh, Bainbridge battle point as the front nine. And <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. Nine. Yeah. Maybe a little U disc <laughs> challenge there. For, there you go. I don't know what to call it though. I'd have to think of a clever name. So do like maybe if they did a tournament, it'd do the front nine over on Bainbridge at Battle yeah. Point, mm-hmm. and then after lunch, come over here and do the back nine here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or vice versa. And Either or. I think I think down there to up here is yeah, probably pretty nice because more yeah. people would be coming off the island mm-hmm. than going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's yeah. a good idea. It yeah. kind of depends though on the wind because there's a lot of wind that comes up from the mm-hmm. sound right here too, mm-hmm. and so I keep having to play with the wind. Yeah. So. so. You're um, on the podcast, man. Yeah. Like, you're a celebrity now. So where, where can we find it. you next? Uh, me? Next? Yeah, like, where are you yeah, playing what's your next golf? tournament? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm doing uh, Throw Pink Saturday at Saturday. Uh, Fairgrounds. Yeah, we'll see you there. You're on MPO, right? No, no, still MA3. <laughs> MA3. MA2 next year. We'll, MA2, see, we'll see if I get a sponsorship. Mint, I, I don't know. To this. You might be the end of the season you're going to be at MA2 no, at the rate okay. you're going. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You're playing really well. It's impressive. You've been a lot of fun to watch. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've I've had a thousand rated caddy here. So. <laughs> a thousand rated caddy. Yeah, hey, there no, you go. Knows the bag in and out. Nice. Cool. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah very well. Thanks for all the work y'all put in. Yeah. And put in the event and to the staff and faculty. That initial initial song and opening was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. Great. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Guys you. Later. Thanks, Ed. Yeah. So, uh, one thing that I really want to do is I want to 
go with Paul when he designs the next course. Like I, I wasn't able to be here this time. So you want to go to Uganda? No. It's Uganda. No. Oh. Anyways. You went to, to Uganda. <laughs> Anyways. That's one part that I would like to be involved in because my uncle designs golf courses. So it'd be really cool to be able to design disc golf courses. Wouldn't that be an epic collab to get your uncle and Paul together and design no. a disc golf course? No. Maybe. I don't know. He he retired from it and my other uncle runs it now. So I know, but just as a fun project, like have him come out here and be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna design a thousand rated course out here and bring all. How about he design one over in uh, bring Long all Island? The champs. Yeah. All the champions. Yes. All right, this is super cool. We are watching the designer and coordinator of the course. Uh, and the main workers. Main workers. The Monty. The Greg, second car. Second car coming off. They are on hole nine. We should be hearing some chains real soon. Is Michelle on the card with them? Yeah, Michelle's on that card. So one of the things that we're debating about with this course is because we really wanted to honor the land and the medicine that comes from being out in the woods and being out in nature and uh, just being here on the Suquamish lands. Um, so we're debating what we're going to put on the signs. And uh, Mr. Hank... Uh, Mr. Hank Hayden, he had a really good idea to tell the story of Sky Kai. So who's Hank Hayden? He is one of our teachers, science teachers. He's a science teacher, okay. And the D&D um, club master. President. No. The, yeah. He's the DM. The DM. He's running a zombie dark crystal line next year. Okay, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, the kids really enjoyed uh, dark crystal. That's pretty cool. Oh, there's a the first disc. Oh, what are we, a circle one? Get a little, I'd say it's circle two. Get a little play-by-play here. I think it's in the grass. Up. Yeah, so it ended up to be a beautiful day. It's like 10 degrees warmer at least than it was supposed to be. What is it, like 80 right now? Yeah, 80. Yeah, it's pretty 80. It's supposed to be 70. It's supposed to be 70. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about events coming up. We got uh, Throw Pink coming up. Um, cool fundraiser for, what is it, breast cancer research? Through disc golf? Throw pink? I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe. Well, that's what the little pink ribbon thing is, is breast cancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think throw pink is breast cancer. So That makes sense. Uh, women's disc golf championships opened up and there's a few spots still left. I really want to go. Oh, the ones in North Carolina? Yeah, I really want to go. Yeah, because your performance last year, you got invited to the uh, National Amateurs for FA4. Huh? No. Yeah, they asked you to come to National Amateurs for FA4. No, they didn't. Not last year. I think it's because I'm a woman. I have a PDGA number, and I'm already certified. So you have to be certified. So I think they just went through their sheet and went bloop, bloop, bloop. You have to be certified to go to the... Yeah, you're required to be certified. Worlds? No, it's not worlds. It's nationals. What is it? Is this even the right phone? Oh, here they are. Coming off of the course. Dun, dun, dun. United States Women's Disc Golf Championships. 
So we got Monty, Greg, and Paul Wright and Michelle coming off the course. And uh, Pam. And Pam, and Pam Wright. Paul Wright's wife. Yep. I haven't met her before. That's cool to have her out. One of my former teacher people. Really? Yep. She was your teacher? Not teacher, but um, para. Oh, gotcha. That's very cool. So those chains that you hear in the background, that is whole nine. Paul Wright is staring us down as we speak. The uh, what do you what would you call him? Would you call him famous? Would you call him infamous? Call him a neighbor. Call him a neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're gonna go around again. It looks Heck like. Yeah. Oh man. Good enough. They're gonna do it again. There you. Well, I guess it's good enough for a second round. So, they're going for it. Ooh, and that's a bomb off the tee. That looks real good. Is that our first ace? A little left. Did you get any chains? No, no chains. All right. They're pretty good microphones, but they're not that good. (laughs) (laughs) Eduardo stepping up to the box. Dude. A nice pushing hyzer line around the willow. That is going to be in the circle, friends. Cassie. So Cassie stepping up to the box. Looks like she's sporting some of that Lone Star plastic and her rainbow socks. And a nice backhand right down the pipe. That's going to be on the fairway. Nice, nice. shot. Nice shot. Mint disc. We got a standstill. And we're on the left-hand side, but I think we it rolled, rolled out. We're in good shape Yay. there. We're going to have a look at it. Have a good round. All right, so yeah. tell our listeners who you are and what you do and what you PDGA think? number if you got one and uh, what do you think of the course. Sure, this is Michelle. I'm from Kingston and I play casual disc golf um, and just finished the course. I think it's a lot of fun. I love how close it is to where I live mm-hmm. and I like that it's open to the public and accessible and uh all pretty straightforward lines. I think it was designed really well. I did end up in the tree on hole two and there's a way in, like you can crawl in (laughs) and I saw my disc. I was like, okay, great. I just have to find my out. And no. No. So that's the only thing. Make a little opening for one way out that little hyzer forehand flick to get out of the hole in the tree. But other than that, it was a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. Glad you enjoyed Glad it. You, enjoyed you can it. Yeah. come out game? here when you don't have enough time for a full 18. Just come out here and get yep. a nine. And right. It's only, I think it was like 18 minutes from the house. Nice. So. What was your favorite hole? What was this one coming into the trees? Four. Four? I liked four. That's yeah. the one I've dubbed the pretty one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. It feels very hole 17 nad or hole 17 bud pell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, good that's hole. a good hole. Yeah. We missed the Pell. <laughs> Get to do the pop-up at yeah, the Pell. Yeah, trilogy challenges are really fun. I really like the pop-up events. The glow rounds are so much fun there. This could be a fun opportunity for a glow. I think there's a few too many bunny holes for Ooh. a safe <laughs> glow round, but uh, we'll see. Maybe we can, like... Do phosphorescent lights on the grass, something. I don't hey, know. Hey, I see you have a disc raptor. Where'd you get that fancy disc raptor from? This was by far the best uh, player's pack 
item I have received in the 52 tournaments that I've played in. So <laughs> Glad you like it. Big fan, big yeah. fan have gotten a lot. Of, even today, I got a couple people like, what is that? I'm like, well, <laughs> it's the new towel. It's the chamois. It's the new towel. It's the new towel. Yep. Go, Colin from Disc Raptor, has, uh, he sponsors this show, actually. Well, and it sponsors uh, sponsored the Sirens of the Springs for you guys. Yeah, too. that's where I got it. So, yeah, we're repping, repping Colin. Definitely. Yep, that was awesome. All right. So you can get those at discraptor.com. That's D-I-S-C-R-A-P-T-O-R.com. Discraptor, the world's best disc cleaning tool. All right, guys. <laughs> well, thank I'm you. Thank, right, you. thank you. For our listeners out there, why don't you tell uh, everybody who you are, what you do. Uh, do you have a PDGA number? Not yet? Well, you're going to get one. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm um, Baron Old Coyote. I'm one of the staff members here at Chief Kitsap Academy. I work with the song and dance group quite a bit and uh, teach carving classes to high school. Awesome. Do you have any big plans for the course out here? Um, it's pretty fun. You know, it's only probably my fifth time out-ish, so I'm still getting the hang of things. It's, it's really fun, though. I'm really taking a liking to it. Yeah, it's awesome. you're going to help me have the kids design toppers for the baskets, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, can you talk about that for a minute? So we'll probably, like, I I don't know how we're going to name the holes yet, but, like, carve something that represents that hole that helps represent the community. And so, like, I don't know, maybe an orca or a flower, whatever whatever comes to mind as a topper. Okay. I've, I've seen, a, there's a disc uh, uh, golf course down in southern Washington, and they have a carved Cartman on top of one of their baskets. Okay. So <laughs> awesome. It could be no, just about was, anything. That was, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really cool project for, for me and the kids to do. Um, yeah, we look forward so to how, that. So how are the kids taking to it? Uh, a lot of them are really liking it. Most of them are really liking it. Um, there's a couple few that I've gone through a few times that are really good. Um, one of the students, his name's Waylon, I think he threw like a 28 the other day or yeah. 29 oh, or something. Oh, good for so, him. Yeah. yeah, he was killing it. Awesome. It's been really fun. It's a good bonding experience. Um, my cousin Larry's been into it for a long time. He's said he's been playing for about five years now and awesome. always been trying to get me out here, so... Glad we finally sport. have it so close to home. Yeah. It's fun. Grow the sport. Yeah, so now really you can fun. have him out here. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> so how, how did you play today? Oh, I did okay. We didn't really keep score. Um, I did okay. Did okay. <laughs> a couple <laughs> pars is, is good for me. <laughs> did you come back with all your discs? Yeah. Yep. Oh, come back with all well, my discs. That's a successful day. That's a plus. <laughs> all right. Well, do you have anything else for us? Um, no, just appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for this. This is this has been quite the experience so far, and I can't wait to see see how how it grows. You know, to see the students take take a liking to it, and you know, there's been talks of a team and um, mm-hmm. different things already among the students. So I just look forward to yeah. seeing it grow. Yeah, we truly believe that disc golf uh, changes lives and grow the sport. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy how how popular it is these days. It's yeah, it's awesome. Thank you, Baron. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. And sitting down with me right now, we got Kaylee and James. This is what, their third, fourth time around the course today in Uh, in the past history? Third, Third, I think. Third. For me, at least. Yeah. So what did you guys think of it? How'd it go? It was really fun. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, almost tied with Mariah. She beat me by one. Oh, man. She almost beat me. Beat you by one, huh? No, she did beat me she by beat one. She beat you by one. Okay, gotcha. You're going to have to go and play again. I'm not playing again right this second, you gotta, but I'll play again. You got a score to settle. I'll play again later. This James, how'd month. you do out there? Um, 
Well, I only played the first hole, really. Um, my favorite part about this course, probably, is the fact that from where we are, which is just in front of the first tee box, if you turn around, if it's a nice sunny day, warm sunny day like this, and there's not a lot of clouds, you can see the Brothers? The Brothers Mountains and the Olympic Range, yeah. Um, And you can see... um. Water. I don't know what kind of water. That's it is. Puget Sound. And you can see Puget Sound, and it just looks like it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a gorgeous location. Yeah. And One of the pluses of cheers to much more disc golf out here at this location. Uh, there's yeah. something a burbling. My favorite part of this course is that uh, there are plants here that I've never seen before. What's What's your favorite plant? What's your favorite one? Oh, uh, what's the tree called? The, the giant one? Yeah. Is it a either, sequoia? I think that's a giant sequoia. A yeah. sequoia or a California redwood. Um, There are also some, like, uh, some exotic rare plants that can only be found here. Like, yeah. Cause oh, hold on. We got teeing off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> teeing off. He's... Lining it up. Looks like a backhand shot. A little overstable. It's the nice I think it's kind park. of kind Got of a hold up hyzer line, but he looks to be in circle one. That's a nice throw. Yeah. But anyways, apparently, if I'm getting this right, mom, you can hear this. Um the lady who owned this before wanted it to look like Ireland, I believe. Scotland. Scotland. And so she got a bunch of plants from Scotland, and I think, all over the world. yeah, from all over the world. What's your favorite hole out here? My favorite hole, um, my favorite hole is hole. I don't know; they're all amazing. My favorite hole is hole nine. Like hole nine? Yeah. Okay. Mm. East run to finish it off. Yeah. Mine is the one over there. Five? Yeah, five. The one uh, where you go between the two big trees? Yeah, I like four and five. Those four and five? Nice. Yeah, I think those are everybody's favorites down there. Yeah, they're That's just pretty cool. so pretty and stuff. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks guys for the chit-chat. Appreciate it. You got anything else for us, Kaylee? No. You heard it. Kaylee has nothing else to tell us. Kaylee, what about your weird fact of the day? Oh, yeah. What about your weird fact? That's your job. Do you know about CEO syndrome? What's CEO syndrome? What's that? It's when you strive to be so perfect that, um, yeah, it just kind of makes you sick. I have a weird fact that's better than that. Sounds like athlete's foot. Is it anything close to that? Nah, you just strive to be so perfect that it kind of drives you a little bit insane. I know. Oh, uh, oh. oh like oh, you haven't seen that, but the guy on Better Call Saul, like he, had, the lawyer guy, had the he had to close his because he's allergic to sunlight and had to like turn off all his electricity because it was gonna give him cancer and stuff. It was weird. That's weird. Yeah. But anyways, did you know that turtles can breathe out of their butts when they hibernate? Yes. Did you know that water has memories? Did you Leave know? Leave it to James to bring in a butt joke. Did you know no, that mom that. once hit a squirrel with her disc when she was playing? Mom has hit a squirrel with her disc. Yeah. Several times. 
All right, guys. Well, thanks for the chit-chat. I think we're going to wrap up here. Okay. Okay. All right, so we got Mariah here just coming off of the course. Mariah, how'd you play? I played very well. It was a very tight game between me and my uh, sister Kaylee, and uh, I won by one. By one? Yeah. Nice. What what discs did you take with you? Because I don't uh, know you took three discs. I, I took my uh, Sphinx, and I took my, uh, what is it called? My Rock, and my Ohm. All right. Excellent. Excellent. And what's your favorite hole? On this course, I would say it, it would have had to be um, hole eight. You like hole eight the best, huh? Yes. Yeah, you like to really bomb, don't you? Well. You like to throw hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. better, too, because it was a longer hole, and I felt like I had a really good shot on that one. Excellent. Excellent. So what do you think of the course just in general? It's awesome. It's very well designed, and uh, there's a lot of open space. Do you wish oh. you went to school here? Yes. Honestly. Just to play disc golf? Most likely, yes. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for that, Mariah. I really appreciate it. BC Construction Services is dedicated to growing the sport of disc golf. From sponsoring tournaments and events to volunteering with the Paul Macbeth Foundation. When you hire BC Construction Services for your project, you are supporting growing the sport that we love. Get a free quote now by contacting them at bcconstructionnw.com. bcconstructionnw.com or at 360-271-3441. That is 271-3441. Serving the greater Kitsap and eastern Jefferson County area. The Intentional Disc Golfer Podcast, Brandon Jenny, and we are sitting here with Paul Wright, the legend, just came off the course that he built for the Chief Kitsap Academy. Paul, tell everybody about yourself. Well, I, uh, I uh, am here because I work for the uh, Paul Macbeth Foundation, and um, we wanted to put courses in at... Uh, indigenous communities and had one right in my backyard and wow what a beautiful course what a beautiful spot to put a course and the grand opening tonight was fantastic it's uh it's just unfortunate that um the kids that were here during the day like because now it's to the point where it's like oh we have a disc golf course at school like we don't have to come to the event in the evening but Seeing them so excited to get their discs earlier today and out there playing, like, it was really cool. Yeah, I was telling the guys when we were uh, partway through the first round earlier tonight that uh, it's like, man, I wish I would have had a disc golf course on my school property. (laughs) I know where I would have been before school and after school. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and this one has enough challenge. I think it's going to stay interesting for the kids for a long time, and... um, uh, and yet it's not so difficult. I think there's a few blackberry areas that I was able to find tonight <laughs> that probably need to be cleared out. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, I got that's, a few scratches on my arms. That's one of my, my I'm going to work on, the blackberry bushes, because I've, I've got my... Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You have either a new kitty or <laughs> blackberry you, uh, bushes. Gotten the blackberry bushes. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Paul Macbeth Foundation and what you do for them, and uh, just kind of quick little about that? Sure. Well, first of all, I want to put in a, a shameless plug for uh, being in the Builders Club. Builders Club is uh, a commitment to a donation each month, mm-hmm. and that's how we support, uh, along with donations from all of the disc manufacturers and basket manufacturers and uh, Ledgestone, and we have a lot of of really good donors, but really it's built on the backs of disc golfers that want to see the sport grow and spread into countries around the world. I uh, have been fortunate enough to travel a lot. I've been to Guatemala, Colombia, Nicaragua, Montenegro, Uganda, Kenya, Spain, and also in the United States. So those those spots that you see for the Paul Macbeth Foundation on DGN, those are probably some of your projects. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I, I play different roles in, in each of them. Typically, I'm going out to scout the properties uh, when we get people that we review um, a lot of applications for people that want to put courses in. And we have some pretty strict criteria um, that that we want to meet. And so when we get one that looks good, we want to send somebody in and see if the space is right. You know, our number one concern is safety. So we don't want to be, um, people might think they have a really great spot for a course, but the, the course may be too many other things going on in the space that, that they have available or because a lot of these people don't really understand what disc golf is. They just see an opportunity to create inexpensive sports for their kids and we think that that's a big part of what we're trying to do yeah well it takes all types doesn't it from like the very very basic like just go out and flick and disc to you know professional competitive and world champions yeah we're uh we're really looking to build courses that fit with with beginners but we also don't want to build them so simply that people get bored with them for sure no, I, I don't have a question. You don't have anything to <laughs> <Just> say? <listening. laughs> yeah, in some of these countries, they have no access to discs. So the only discs they're going to get are the ones that uh, we are able to provide them or somebody they know may provide them discs. So very important part of designing a Paul Macbeth Foundation course is to not have places where they can lose discs. I mean, I, I know we've all lost discs over buildings and in strange areas but we don't set up next to ponds i lost one in the fairway about three weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) i think we've all experienced that actually there's a disc on top of that roof right now because a student threw it up there (laughs) today Uh, i actually have two that i found on this last round that i Uh played that are in my bag that belong to somebody awesome Uh, i found them when i was looking for my own disc (laughs) Oh, there you go. I know. That's Isn't the funniest. That usually how it goes. Yeah, it's always like, oh, I found your disc. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. I know where you were. Well, I think they probably were in there today when people knew they could just walk right up and grab more discs. So they probably no, didn't I told them they time. couldn't. I was oh. like, no, you, these are your only discs. Sorry. Yeah. So what you were saying there, Paul, it, you know, just speaks to how incredibly special this opportunity and, and being able to have this course here put in with the foundation and you know, with you, who's friend and neighbor. And uh, it, it really is an honor to be able to be a part of this project. Well, I know it is for me. Um, being able to build one in my backyard is just, you know, a dream come true. And it met all of the criteria we were looking for. And 
Uh, Jenny had been just great to work with, and everybody at the school. When when I was out scouting, mm-hmm. people were coming out and asking what they were doing. And, you know, there wasn't one you'd expect maybe one kid would would have. I know I would have had some kind of a wisecrack or something, but these kids were all so excited. They were like, that is so cool. Yeah. And, uh, and you just see that attitude is very pervasive here. Yeah. The kids are pretty excited about their disc golf course at first. You know, of course, teenagers, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then they're coming up to me. They're like, dude, Miss Jenny, I just had an even round. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. yeah. They're already shooting even rounds. We got some young prodigies out there. Yeah. That's Waylon. Well, we had, uh, <laughs> we had a great opening ceremony uh, tonight. I mm-hmm. think the, the um, indigenous song that was sung was just a great way to kick things off and just beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Baron we had, does a good job. We had some sort of a bird thing going on. I don't know what <laughs> right? kind of birds. It was just right over the top of us that was phenomenal. It was kind of like one of those special moments that just kind of like, for whatever reason, speaks to you. Yeah, yeah when I came weird. walking up, everybody was looking up in the air, and I was thinking, no, no, the course is down on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> and, uh, and as soon as I saw what they were looking at, I whipped out my camera because I wanted to get a picture of it. Yeah, I haven't be been able to too. look at it and see... Uh, if I captured it, but uh, it was it was quite a sight to see. So now that now that the course is uh, closer to being finished, I mean we're still waiting on some uh, T signs and uh, basket markers, which the kids are going to work on. But uh, what do you Toppers. think of the course? How do you how do you feel about your own work? Yeah, that was, earlier uh, uh, the guy from from uh, the the press for the communications department. Communications, but thank you. Yeah. Um, he asked me the same thing. How would you rate this course, and where does it rate in the county? I said, "Well, you don't ask. All of my all of my creations are a tie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let the people decide. And I think that each course has to stand on its own. What was the purpose of putting it in? What are you trying to accomplish with it? And it could this could be a really highly rated learning course. And I think it is. I think it forces people. It's got it's such an interesting piece of property." So that we have uphills, downhills, side hills, and left and right turns. Well, it's got enough liberty that you can try different things. Like, I mean, hole one, you can try to do, you know, that nice hyzer flip right in, you know, straight down the pipe. You can do that long roundabout pushing hyzer, you know, off to the right side. Uh, You can even take the really ridiculous line up over the uh, backyard of the school there and try to, you know, come in from the other side. I mean, there's a lot of ways, and it's like that kind of on every single hole. Yeah, it's one of those where you can throw it and then say, I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Good mistakes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it certainly meets one of the top criteria, and that is it's really fun. It's yeah, it is. It's a very fun course. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And that's one of the nice things about it is that it's challenging enough for, like, the kids that have a hard time focusing, but it's also easy enough that, like, the teachers are willing to go out and play. Well, I love the story that you told when when I was designing and first putting things in and putting the baskets in prior to having the tea pads in, where you said you had a kid that was really struggling with just keeping it together. Yep. And you said, why don't you go out, here's a couple discs, go out and, and throw some discs. And he went on in the course and played, came in a half hour later and was just good to go. Yep. And I had some kids the other day, they're like, can we go get discs? I get calls all the time at work. Hey, can we go grab discs? Because I go out here and um, during lunch they play the bowl is what I'm calling it. Mm-hmm. And they can 
they can just go play the bowl during lunch and then they're like, hey, we don't have anything to do in class, so can we go get some discs? Yeah, that's one of the things um, that we talked about prior to design that I think um, we accomplished with this design, and that is mm-hmm. we have that bowl area where you can kind of keep your eye on the kids. They can yep. play. There's there's five holes that, that they can play, and you can just look out the window and see that they're down there. Mm-hmm. If they play, if they start on on one, then they go down through the woods, and uh, which is really fun, Yeah, but maybe not appropriate when the kids are... are mm-hmm just struggling and then they need to go out and and uh, throw a little energy off. Yep. Did, didn't you have a day, Jenny, when you uh, lost one of your classes and you had to call them and find out where they were? No, I uh, I knew they were out on the course. I just needed to reach one of the kids and I'm like, hey, which hole are you on? Uh-oh. And they're like, we're on hole four because that was before they were labeled. Oh, gotcha. And so it was really easy. It was like, okay, I know where you are. Come, I need the kid. Yeah, another thing I am really excited about is to to see uh, the artwork that's going to be done for the tops of the baskets for the numbers. Um, the uh, indigenous art that is all around the campus is just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't wait. to. It's just going to be, the pictures are going to be phenomenal with the mountains in the background and, and as beautiful as it is here. Uh, to add that to the mix is going to be fantastic. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Yeah, We're still it's incredibly uh, scenic. I don't know if I told you, but Mr. Hank suggested that we tell the story of Sky Kai, which is the story of how the sun came back to the people and that the sun is the discs. And that as you go through down through the woods and then you end up coming back up here to the people, you're bringing the sun back to the people. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, so I think cool. that's what we're that going with. That's so what a cool. great idea. Yeah. And I think I think the focus of this too was that the uh, it was the healing power of nature and mm. being out in it and you know whether you're uh, you know whether you're an indigenous person or even you know just you know somebody that out in the woods like you find your mindfulness you find your happy spot you know it humbles you makes you feel grateful and uh, you know disc golf is definitely a humbling sport <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Well, and we we have both said it, all three of us have said it tonight, we all feel gratitude mm-hmm. through uh, working together and um, creating good, healthy exercise for yeah. kids. Everybody needs that. And yet everybody can do it, even if you're not the bodybuilder or the soccer player. Or the yeah, so so one of the kids today, she uh, um, they came from Morocco, their family. She has uh, wrist problems, but it's not her dominant hand. She's like, why am I getting discs? I'm like, you can still play. Like, yeah. just because you can't use one hand, you can just get your discs. And so she picked out discs. She's like, okay, well, we've I'm seen, gonna try. We've both seen plenty of people out there that have had some sort of shoulder problem or an elbow problem, and they just switch hands. And yeah, they learn, I know. They learn how to throw with the other hand, and it's it's amazing. It's like Joel is out there. My brother, he injured his um, forearm, and he he can't really hold the disc. But by the end, we played Rain Shadow. He was just flipping. Yeah, he was having a good time. Yeah, he was, was flipping a great, these, great time. these sidearms. like crazy. Yeah, you know, I just got back from Uganda, and um, I was out visiting a, a very remote uh, tribe of pygmy people. And the the smiles and the laughter were just the same tonight as they were there. It's just I'm constantly marvel at how uh, this sport just grabs anybody who comes to it. You just just didn't know whether people would relate to it 
because they've never seen anything like it before. And, uh, and I just, I heard the same laughter tonight. I saw the same smiles. It was just very gratifying. Well, like back when disc golf was first kind of getting its legs, I mean, it was kind of, it was almost a joke. What, you're a frolfer? Like you're going to throw a Frisbee at what, a stick? Like, come on, you know, but now it's developed into this like amazing thing. It's no longer a joke. It's no longer a, you know, one of these fringe things. It's mainstream. It's popular. And everybody that I have ever played it with, whether they've played it or not regularly, has loved it. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people say, is it a game or a sport? Well, we definitely know that it's a sport. It's a true false question. True. (laughs) Yeah. It's a sport. You know, I was a firefighter and firefighters can be cruel to each other. And I I was, um, back when I was playing competitively, um, I would go in after a big tournament and, you know, the guys at the fire department, one guy says, uh, he said, how'd you do in your tournament this week? And I said, I won it. And he goes, how'd you do in the three-legged race? (laughs) 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 Getting no respect at all. (laughs) I think it's funny here because they're like, so when the teachers were um, playing this afternoon, they're like, you're going to throw first because I'm the pro. Right. I'm the, I'm the school pro. <laughs> like, I'm still in FA4, FA3, and I'm the school when pro. When they need discs, they go to her office. <laughs> yeah, like I know, right? Shop I can the tell pro. they've used them because they're crooked. They're not. <laughs> but uh, no, being able to even just teach them, show them, they're like, so wait, how do you do this? How do you do that? Wait, I thought there was just one Frisbee. Wait, there's drivers, there's mids, there's putters. It's just like golf. Yeah, it there is. There are a lot of layers to this game. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are. To this sport. I, I, would say, I would say that there's even more layers to this sport than there is ball golf. Ball golf is left, right, down the middle, try to square and come around. and Yeah, everybody has to use similar, the same ball. It, it's, difficult. The, it's difficult. It's difficult. I think I think that disc golf is, is has a lot more knowledge base to it. I, yeah, I think there are a lot more things that can go wrong. <laughs> How many of those wrong things have you found, Paul? Wait, just just today? Are you yeah. talking about? Oh, sure. Yeah. No, I've played more in the last couple of weeks when I was in Uganda than I have uh, in quite a while. I've been just so busy building and traveling and and you know seeing another side to the sport that I'm really happy. I mean I miss I miss being able to play consistently and things but um that that emptiness of not being able to to throw as accurately as I was used to is is definitely filled by the joy of seeing people learn the game for the first time. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you, Paul, for sitting down and just chatting with us. And we look forward to having you having you on uh, pretty soon here in part of our uh, Decoding the Course series. Sounds great. Looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you All again, right. Paul. Thank you, Paul. Okay. We'll be in t- contact soon. All right. All right. Thanks.